everybody. Good afternoon. Welcome into the show. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Woo! Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. All right, let's hit it. Uh, Talking Trek service out. Sorry, I'm reading. You, you would not believe my day. Bubba, you would not believe my day. I'm going to tell you about it here in a second. Uh, good afternoon. Talking Trek service sound off. You guys, punch it. Let's see what we got here. Mighty Croc kicking us off by Odin's Beard. It's hot from Server 8. Welcome in. Appreciate you. Thank you for being here. Sir Tail on 36. Zandy's the great on Server 12. Writing, Zoe is amazing. Absolutely, isn't she? I'm really glad you guys got to be introduced to her. She's phenomenal. One of, she's one of the very few... Uh, Twitch musicians that I actually really enjoy watching and try to follow and and subscribe to. Like, she's she's just freaking amazing. I'm glad you guys got to meet her today. Veritas on 43. Dragon on 183. What's up? Hunter on 28. Vespa Man on European 146. Dale on server 34. Thank you for being here. Noon Whistle on 29 says, Happy birthday, Oliver. That was very kind of you. And we had uh, earlier today, Bubba Joe, we got, uh, got, got together handful of us and Oliver DJs wanted to stream his birthday his actual birthday was yesterday he turned eight years old and today we were home and he wanted to he wanted to stream among us today so we did that we did that earlier today that's why the podcast a little bit later because birthday boy wanted to stream well I ain't gonna say no I didn't say no sure didn't I'm a pushover I know Sherlock Holmes on 27 thank you Iron Chef on 14 Darth Pygmy on European 134, Shadow Sheep on 133, Louis P on 20, Silverhawk on 49, Darth Pygmy on 134, Doug on 47, Silvis on server 24, Stradalorian on 9, Devil in the Belfry on 14, Shinzola on 153, thank you, Virgil Army on 135, Clapping a Kirk on 9, and feeling fine. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Uh, Galvanox on server 58, Kalis. On server 136, Kapla, he says. Uh, Papillion on 13, Richie on European 108. Thank you for being here. Divine on 164. Um, we've got uh, a lot more, 171 additional messages today, Bubba Joe. Welcome in, uh, everybody. Appreciate you guys all being here. Uh, we've got 240 in the live studio audience. And again, probably... Uh, lower numbers, just given the fact that my schedule's been all over the place here today. You know, I, I remember a day, Bubba Joe, when Wednesdays were were somewhat peaceful. <clears throat> we just had the content. We just had the podcast to do. But uh, here, as of late, they get filled with meetings and other things. I uh, and, and this is why I had to start a few minutes early, Bubba Joe, uh, because we have a hard cap today and uh, uh today no, we don't yes no we do we it's have a hard, hard cap a hard, anyway we got we, we got a not. hard stop hard stop today um <laughs> which is crazy it's going to be literally probably the shortest show bubba joe that we've done in years all right we've got to mm. be out of here in less than two hours from right now mark okay uh because i have a third meeting with uh, Scopely Live Ops this evening at 7.30 p.m. my time. It's uh, it's like an hour and 50 minutes from now. So, uh, yeah, no, it's like they don't even know I have content to do on Wednesdays. But, uh, no, no, it's my fault because I plan these meetings for Wednesdays because I'm off work. I'm not distracted at work and, and you know. Um, Make them wait. 
yeah, no, they're, they they accommodated me uh, because <laughs> – all right. So one of my meetings earlier today, Bubba Joe, actually ran long, and I missed a different meeting. So this person is graciously uh, fitting me into the end of their schedule here at the end of the day. So it wasn't even a meeting that was on the books. It is a meeting that he just kind of threw together for me very quickly because I missed a meeting earlier today. <sighs> It's been a very busy day, very busy day, and uh, and I can tell you everybody is alive and well. Uh, got to meet with President Echo for quite some time. Uh, got to meet with... Um, I don't believe it. Yes, yes, I did indeed. Got to meet with uh, uh, and have some kind of direct slash indirect communications with game design earlier today. Also got to meet with, uh, with a vice president of the company. Uh, one of the vice presidents of the company today, Bubba Joe. So just a very good, very so you met with Beck. Very productive day. Uh, yes, I also met with Beck. So uh, very productive we, day. Beck is vice president. We know that. Uh, you, we've established that. That is true. That is true. Uh, there was a different vice president I got to meet with today, and of course, okay, okay. as you guys know, uh, Mr. Oliver DJs is here and uh, and celebrating his birthday. What's wrong? What, what's up? Uh huh. You knock them over. They all came tumbling down. Then the blueberries came down. The blueberries came down, and the strawberries are they all over the floor? And then the soup came. No, the strawberries. Oh no! Did the soup bust open? The soup tub broke. Oh no! So there's soup all over the floor. And blueberries. (laughs) Oh no! Oh my god! Oh god! Go take care of it, DJ. I mean. Oh, good God Almighty! Um, I I need to go clean up some soup. Can can we just do yes. a, a Podmon marker here? All right. Um, do you have dogs? We'll take care of it. Two hours later. Oh, that was not nearly as uh, horrific as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's the there's the two hours later sounder. Uh, no, that was not nearly as bad as I was expecting. Uh, I was expecting. Uh, there's a bowl of soup, uh, and it's the the Japanese kind, like you get from hibachi. We did Japanese takeout the other night, and we had one of the soup things left over, and that was in there. And I was just expecting that whole thing of soup to be all over the place. It it actually wasn't that bad, uh, but but there was um, a pound of blueberries <laughs> scattered throughout the kitchen. Worse, as I'm cleaning it up, Oliver starts picking them up and eating them. I'm like, dude. Dude, what are you doing? Like, I mean, I touched him with the broom and everything. He was like, five-second rule. I'm like, dude, first of all, these have been down for like five minutes. And they've touched a nasty broom and, and a dustpan. He's like, oh, it's not a big deal. So, yeah, so he's, he's good now, though. He's got, uh, he's got some blueberries left over and the strawberries, which is what he was actually going for, Bubba. He was going for the strawberries. And just everything kind of will help his immune system. Kind of came. You know, everyone's got to eat a pound of dirt. I know. Five second rule. He says. So uh, if it doesn't kill you and make you stronger, uh, there you go. So There's that's a song along those lines. I know. Along those lines. <laughs> Thank you, Kelly Clarkson. All right. Uh, so we've got. I don't even remember where we were. Uh, oh, I was, we were doing a little Among Us earlier today for Oliver's eighth birthday because it's his birthday, and it's. He says it's my birthday, Dad. You can't say no. I don't know how long he's going to get to use this card. Like it's my birthday. Like he got to go shopping uh, yesterday. How, how old is he today? He's eight. So uh, he'll get to use it for about ten more years. <laughs> Everybody gets. <laughs> That's fantastic. All week long, Clavin and Kirk says about a week. Yeah, I guess so. It's my birthday, birthday. week. 
Yeah. It's my birthday, Daddy. All right, we've got a lot to get to, and we've lost even more time now uh, because uh, we do have things to go. As a matter of fact, shout out very quickly to our uh, podcast chat where I see moderator Jess hanging out in the shadows. Thank you very much for being here. Appreciate it. She knows it's been a very busy day. Um, and so we've got uh, even more to do later on this evening, Bubba Joe, as I prepare for the launch of the June arc. And uh, we got a we got a lot of things to to talk about, discuss, reiterate on, feedback on, and uh, and I, again, you know, I'll say this, I'll say this. You guys can say what you want, uh, just like they did with the artifact gallery this past month, which I think was a very positive thing, Bubba Joe. They are. Um, they might not be talking to us that much earlier, but they are actually making changes in a much more agile and faster way than they have before, Bubba Joe, uh, because you know we're seeing some things here early that uh, we'll probably have the ability to, to impact before launch, and, and that's a part of the follow-up here this evening. So I'm very, very pleased about that and, uh, and want to thank those involved with that uh, to, you know, uh, for for hosting us uh, tonight for impromptu meeting Bubba Joe, which is why we've got to hustle up. We've got to issue final ratings. We might do a little bit of battleship, but of course we cannot skip the the highlight of the show, ladies and gentlemen, live from all across the world. It is time for your stupid news headlines. Stupid news. Time for your news. Let's hit it. I do have a good one today. You're just gonna go in cold, huh? Yeah, yeah. I've got I got a good news today. Uh, spent some okay. time on it uh, in between meetings and things like that. Petco employees in the state of Maine, up there in New England, Bubba Joe in Maine. Petco employees were asked to clip an unusual customer's nails after a woman brought in a wild raccoon into the store to get its nails clipped. No, no real word on why this raccoon, this wild animal, needed a pedicure, but knowing raccoons. <laughs> He's probably looking a little trashy. <laughs> Needed to clean up a little bit. Looking a little trashy. A British daredevil who hoped to break the world record for crossing the Atlantic in the smallest ever boat, Bubba Joe, was forced to turn back after the vessel started taking on water. Andrew Bedwell planned to make a 1,900-mile solo trip across the Atlantic Ocean in his 3-by-11-foot yacht that he built in his garage. Three foot by 11 foot. He built it himself in his garage and immediately started taking on water. It's the crappiest vessel to hit the ocean since the last Spirit Airlines plane. (laughs) Is that really classified as a yacht? (laughs) Listen, that was not a Spirit joke originally. It was I I I I wrote it and then Bubba was like, oh mate, wait wait wait, we could totally make this a vessel that that hits the water. Airplanes aren't supposed it, to hit the water. In fairness, uh, you can make anything into a Spirit Airlines. I know, ship. really, it was fantastic. I was very pleased with myself on that one. I'm I'm really like that's that's a nine out of ten for me. A new report says that the hit movie Fast X or Fast Ten, Bubba Joe makes a reference to time travel hinting that it might actually happen in the already commissioned Fast and Furious 11. These movies are getting so ridiculous at this point that even the stoned audience members are having a hard time believing in them, Bubba. I mean, that's how wild they're getting. Time travel in a Fast and Furious movie. You know what? Here, tell me you're completely out of ideas without telling me you're completely out of ideas, please. 
All right, can you do that? Well, we know you go back in time if you go more than 85 miles per hour. It's 88. 88. 88. 88. My bad. Jeez. I always get that conversion wrong. Sorry. 88. Don't forget you need 1.21 gigawatts. That's correct. Netflix is in the news and uh, is reportedly prepared to delete shows on their platform in the UK, Bubba Joe, due to, quote, nebulous streamer regulations. And people in the UK are threatening equal uh, retaliation, deleting Netflix because they have a show with Prince Harry and Meghan Markle in it. That's happening. Former Toronto Raptors head coach Nick Nurse will take over for Doc Rivers in Philadelphia. And the organization welcomed him to Philly with a care package consisting of a bottle of wine, uh, some exquisite chocolates, and a bulletproof vest. Bubba Joe. So pretty, uh, pretty exciting stuff there. One of those is more important than the other. <laughs> That's true. You can pick your priority there, folks. Uh, Scotty Pippen. Oh, boy. Scotty Pippen is in some hot water here, Bubba Joe. He called former Chicago Bulls teammate Michael Jordan a, quote, horrible player during an appearance on uh, his fellow Bulls teammate Stacey King's podcast. This opinion is being received so badly that he is legitimately being renamed as Scotty Trippin. All right. No, that's not a joke, computer. That's real. Yeah, he said Michael Jordan was a horrible player. Can you imagine, Bubba Joe? I mean, I guess there's people out there that don't like Michael Jordan, but no, he said horrible player, Harry Seldon. So I don't know. I, I kind of find that just mind-boggling. Could have been, been challenged to play for. Could have been a rough teammate, but a horrible player? I don't know. Uh, Bubba Joe, let's uh, wrap this thing up. What do you got uh, from the sports desk today? Well, uh, I have I have a story out of Pittsburgh. Ah. Uh, an arrest has been made in the reported theft of an SUV belonging to Steelers quarterback Kenny Pickett. Okay. And you can expect this crook to face the serious jail time of such a crime because you can't do anything to the quarterback in the NFL without getting severely punished. <laughs> That's true. Don't look this way. That's a 15-yard penalty. Taunting. However, look at however, police police also recovered the Steelers playbook in the vehicle. No way. Uh, yeah, yeah. But uh, according to the police report, it doesn't look like it's been opened, which would explain the Steelers' season last year. <laughs> it's not been opened. <laughs> By the way, that is that is actually actually true news. All right, the Steelers' playbook was in this car. Like that that's not that's not a joke. It was very true. Uh Beaver Beaver giving me a four out of ten overall and Bubba Joe nine and a half out of ten. You know, Bubba, I almost feel like this isn't fair. Okay. This is this is not this isn't fair. I give you the best material, man. Give you the best stuff. And I am appreciative of it. <laughs> All right, guys, listen, we got a lot to get to. Uh Silva says, Bubba, write your own jokes. We tried that once. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was actually very, very good. Uh, Viver says it's in the delivery. I agree. It's always in the delivery. Uh, yeah, Viver says uh, spirit jokes. Uh, he gave my spirit joke only a 5 out of 10. Gopher says spirit jokes are, are pretty historically like a good solid 9 out of 10. So I'm a little disappointed with that one. I mean, come on. That was funny. It, it's a vessel, a boat, but it's a plane. It's not supposed to be in the water, but they, they are because they crash. All right, whatever. If I have to explain a joke, it's not a good joke, I guess. Uh, that's on me, Bubba Joe. Welcome in. Uh, and here we are, 12 minutes before our first commercial break. Uh, <laughs> Bubba Joe, final ratings. All right, we spent the entire no, last no. show. No, no, no. <laughs> 
What? Spirit jokes land 50% of the time, just like their planes. <laughs> yes! That was from the chat. I added the last part, but that's basically from the chat. Yeah. I was sorry. I was dying. That's pretty good. That's a solid delivery. I'll give that a 9.7. 9.7 out of 10. All right. Uh, listen. May, the month of May. You know, part of, uh, I, I did tell you earlier, I've had a lot of meetings today. Uh, I've had a lot of meetings uh, about all kinds of stuff that happened this month. It really was a great, it, it was productive, I would say, Bubba Joe. A productive meeting today to debrief on the month of May and everything good and bad that happened this month. And uh, we talked about a lot of it on the last show. We've talked about uh, the primes. We've talked about, you know, what needs to come with those. We've talked about the Artifact Gallery and the changes that were made. We talked a little bit about the officers. Um, let me kind of just go around the panel here a little bit. Uh, Putz talked about the, the way that the events were timed, uh, at least in particular to the Artifact Gallery this month. So let me just kind of come around the panel very quickly and see if there are any topics or, or uh, from the audience. If you guys would like to raise your hand and sound off, this is your stage. This is the day where you guys get to actually talk uh, about the, the kind of the final consensus, your final customer satisfaction ratings for Voyager Part 1. Bubba, um, over the last couple of days, I know we've had some time to discuss and think, has there been anything else that, that we didn't discuss on the last show that we feel needs to, to actually be discussed today as we prepare to issue our satisfaction ratings for the month of May? I feel like we hit most of the targets, but there could be something subliminal that we might be missing. Do you have anything well, extra? I think in general we should talk about uh, the milestones for events because oftentimes uh, milestones are troubling or troublesome. And we talked a little bit about how uh, Putz was struggling with uh, the Formation Armada event, uh, that milestone. Um, but I think that most of the, a lot of the milestones were really spot on this month. Uh, but I'd like to hear from the chat. I haven't, I had not seen throughout the month that a lot of people complaining of, oh, this milestone was completely un, unachievable. I had to kill 400 hostiles to do this. I didn't hear any of that this month. So, so can we get a, a check in for milestones this month? Well, we definitely can. Uh, Clapping at Kirk says some of the heroics were a little high. Uh, we'll get uh, Karen here on the stage here in just a second uh, to talk to talk to them. Uh, Clapping at Kirk talks about the heroics being a little bit high. I see the same thing from Shadow Sheep says, and and I gotta be honest with you, I, I want to explore this. I, I know we spent a lot of a previous show on it, but let's spend two or three minutes on this. He says second SMS and SLB for the Doctor miffed me off so much, and uh, and and. That is a perspective that I'm sure uh, is shared among some players, but I I'm failing to grasp that particular sentiment. I I know, and and we'll try to explain it again. If we look at a typical paired SMS, the typical paired SMS, which we always clamor for, like we always scream for it. Okay, this heroic milestone that we got in week two, the first four milestones of it were the exact same as the paired SMS, okay? It was the exact same. It didn't change, not at all. It was the exact same milestone, but they added extra milestones. They added extra rewards at the top 
uh, for extra spend. And this is one of those things fundamentally. I never really expected it to be cheap, Bubba. Uh, when we've talked about these guaranteed rewards for guaranteed investment, when we've talked about Kobayashi Maru style of events, which I think this probably does qualify, it is rarely expected to be cheap. And when you take a look at the solo milestone itself, the solo milestone itself actually paid out remarkably well. If we take a look at uh, this event, hang on a second, I'm going to tell you. Uh, let's see, week week two, here we go. Recruit the doctor, heroic solo milestone. Bubba Joe, all the way up uh, from, I would say, let's see. Yeah, here we go. All right, all the way up, you had, uh, let's see, 40 55, 68, 77, 82, 86 shards exclusively in the solo milestone. Guys, that's 75% plus of what you would need for the unlock. And, and while the milestones were incredibly high, they were heroic. That was the intent. All right. Traditionally, when we look at an epic officer, Bubba Joe, we're either looking at massive material spend in an auction where one person will get the unlock in, a, in their bracket. One. All right? And then we look at maybe paid packs or second auctions where you got to do it all over again uh, if you're going to tier it or at least try to finish it out, et cetera, et cetera. We're talking 86 shards here in a solo milestone. And, and I feel like, Bubba, that cannot be ignored. That cannot be overlooked. Because when you look at how many people were chasing these, even if they didn't finish it, all right, even if they didn't finish it, you would have potentially gotten more shards than you would have in a traditional auction, even a traditional solo milestone. All right. Now, Shadow Sheep says, listen, my perspective isn't necessarily with the SMS itself. It's the change in the schedule. If I went all out in the first week and then the second week this SMS was introduced and I wasn't able to do it again, then I actually got less rewards for my spend. That is a fair perspective. However, however, it totally can happen. Just like uh, Scopely, just like any business is going to react and, and offer this sale or this promotion just like it does with our packs. Uh, in the game, sometimes we get special packs, Bubba Joe. Sometimes we don't. I think that depends very much so on what the company's objectives are and what they need to do and what they need to hit and et cetera, et cetera. These types of special sales, they happen in any business. And, and I do empathize with that position, but it happens, right? Like, same thing with me. I'm having to come to peace, Bubba Joe, with the fact that I spent money on a prime that – I would have preferred to spend on a different prime only 10 days later. You know, I mean, I'm just, I'm having to accept that. So things do happen. Uh, how many people have ever, ever bought a pack outside of the web store event, Bubba Joe? Well, we might think, well, daggone it. If I had just waited or if I had done this or if I had done that and done it during the web store event, then I could have gotten extra rewards. Things like that happen. I'm not taking anything away from a schedule being something that we rely on. But as every month has indicated, that schedule is subject to change. Scopely has never been shy about that. Bubba, the schedule can change. And, and I can tell you, even from what I know about June, all right, I'll go ahead and tell you right now, what they have offered me 
is indeed tentative. And they have made no bones about it, Bubba Joe. They have said, listen, we will react. We will do this. We will do that. And it depends. All right. This schedule is indeed tentative. And I think that it's not at all something that we can come out and and expect the company to be so rigid. I, I understand for planning purposes, it makes sense, right? Uh, from a planning perspective, especially of a free-to-play or a low-spend player, these materials mean a lot to us. We have to make them count, Bubba Joe, all right? But there are other factors at play. It's not just us. You know what I'm saying? It's not just our perspective on it. It's also the the actual corporation that that you know has to hit an objective. Bubba, overall, I believe that the community was very very satisfied with that heroic SMS. Let me ask: Is it something that that should be repeated? Should it be available every weekend, uh, every auction, or is this something that they break out as needed to kind of spur people getting getting a move on? It should be available every time they do an auction. I like it. I like it. All right. Now, it, but you know what? It also, in that regard, gives us choice. I have been waiting to build a Corvus. I was going to do it during the cross-server solo leaderboard, but that gone above a Joe freaking pick Riker and pick Worf. Oh, I couldn't do it. I just could not bring myself to do it. All right. So I wait. I could waste the materials, but I wait, all right? Because the materials are valuable to me. So I would love to see this available more often. Absolutely, I would. I would love to see this thing come back. And, and I'm curious, because I have seen this, Bubba, how many people feel like this was not actually uh, a wise move? Because I am seeing it a little bit in the chat, and maybe it's not for the same reasons, but some people were not happy about it, Bubba Joe. Maybe it was because it was sprung on them uh, as a surprise. But does that make it bad? Trader, let me come to you. Were you in the game that weekend? I know you've been doing some traveling. She's eating pretzels. Yeah, pretzels. Bubba, you say it should be there for every single event. I don't necessarily disagree, but... What would be your message then to players who say, I don't like this? Or maybe maybe it's a completionist attitude, right? Maybe we look at the top milestone and we just freak out without looking deeper into it. Benny Hill says uh, it was better than Gold Ducat. Clapping at Kirk says, hey, listen, why don't we split it down the middle and do one uh, during the month at a time of Scopely's choosing, perhaps? Um I don't know that that helps people with planning any more than it than it doesn't, Bubba Joe. But if you were speaking to those players, how do you respond? I think that uh, they need to look at. I mean, so we've always we haven't always we have always asked for the paired SMS to give us some guaranteed shards, right? When you were investing in an auction, but the players that are upset about this milestone. Um, because they spent it because they spent their load on a previous auction. Well, the easy solution to that is always offer it. And then you have the choice. I can invest in this auction and these officers through this SMS, or I don't, right? I have the choice to invest or I have the choice not to. But when you spring it on players, 
that I understand that frustration, right? Mm -hmm. I went hard on the first auction. I don't have anything for the second. I would have loved to have done this SMS with the second one. But I think that the problem is, is that players are, do not like having things sprung on them, especially things that require a significant investment in them, right? It would be like if, you know, out of the blue, not on the schedule, they announced a ultra spend event mm -hmm. and players are like, well, I just spent all my ultras because I looked at the schedule and now I have none to spend for this event because it wasn't on the schedule. So I think that if they're going to only do it occasionally, it needs to be declared which one it's going to be paired with. But my solution, I think, is the best solution is just to pair it with all of them that way. Let me ask this question um, with respect to all parties involved. Because, again, this was part of my discussion today. No lie. No, all, all the transparency in the world. This was a part of the discussion today. Um, Bubba, from a business standpoint, okay, and, and I don't think that there's really, really, when we, when we look in the mirror, when we really ask ourselves deep down, why did this happen, okay, we talked about it when it happened, Bubba Joe, what my theory was on why it happened. And by the way, they didn't give me any facts today. We talked about what my theory was. But when we see something like this, just like the web spend event, which was what we talked about at the beginning of the month, do you not feel that, that this event was probably added for the sole purpose of inducing an actual spend? And what I mean by that is... For example, last month, the officers were terrible, right? The officers were awful last month, and, and so players had a huge bank. And even though in week one we saw crazy auction scores, Bubba Joe, we saw really big auction numbers in weekend number one, I wonder whether or not that translated into actual dollars because that is, by definition, what we have come to expect from a quote-unquote heroic event if i am asking karkin all right karkin what is the actual definition of a heroic solo milestone that we have adopted as a community somebody help me spend out. spend money yeah open the wallet okay not designed for free to play shinzola writes spend to finish Zandy says, yeah, I'm with you. I bought a pack to get to the milestone that I wanted to be. All right. Now, Retrieving says that's a heroic solo leaderboard, not a heroic solo milestone. I beg to differ. In my opinion, almost all solo leaderboards are, are going to be assisted by spend. Okay. Almost all. Um, that being said, solo milestones, and if you're able to do them, Retrieving, that's great for you, but that is certainly not the pattern that's not the common thread in a heroic solo milestone it usually involves unloading of materials resources and possibly pack spend okay so i am curious then if if we look at this from an alternative perspective bubba joe if we look at this from they launched it because they did want to drive spending that does seem like planning it or letting players know when it's going to be here kind of is potentially, Bubba, an adverse reaction to wanting to drive spend, right? Well, many people are very happy just unlocking the officer. Had they done that with the SMS, in, heroic SMS in the first one, there wouldn't have been the same drive in the second. Doing it in the second did 
drive more for the first and then push again for the second, allowing for, but going forward, if they are only going to do one because of the amount of shards that they want to give out, they should do it in the, at the very start, let people get what they need and then push for tier upgrades. Bubba? Um, so I stand by what I said. I think that, uh, Oh, I, I would absolutely prefer it all the time too. But are they going to give out that many shards? Well, and if they don't want to give out that many shards, shards they, per event, and, and, like, and if they don't want to give out, if they that. don't want to give out that many shards, then they can just announce when they are going to do it. This whole surprise tactic is going to backfire on them because why is this going to backfire on them, DJ? Because players will now wait on it, just exactly. like the web store event. Players will now wait on this. They will now they will now go. Oh well, I'm just going to dabble in this auction. Because I'm waiting for this next one to happen. And then when it doesn't happen, the next time, players are going to be upset, right? Yeah. So you have to announce that this is happening. Otherwise, you are. there is no win scenario here for them to do this only occasionally and not announce it. It is all, all lose. It is lose-lose for Scopely from a PR standpoint, from an engagement standpoint, from a spend standpoint. The only way that they win is to either announce it or pair it with all of them. Oof. You know, it, it's hard for me to look at a mechanic like this that was so loved, all right, and really majority praised. It's hard for me to say, all right, you can't use it again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, like, I hate you should that. use it more, but you can't spring it on players. Yeah, I, I guess I, I do see your point, but I also, you know, again, have my my theory on why it showed up in the first place. And, uh, and and planning does seem a little bit counterintuitive to what they wanted was an impulse spend, all right? Um, and some players did it, you know? Some players did go, myself included, somebody else. There was impulsive spending on that because of the carrot that was dangled. Now, Clapping a Kirk said should have done it on better officers. Buddy, I can't imagine. I don't think we've had better officers this year, to be perfectly honest with you. I, you know, Strange New Worlds was probably, well, maybe maybe Deep Space Nine, Bubba Joe, were the last set of officers that were so impactful to the game. Um, below DS9 was last year. That's my point. I don't think we've had yep. officers this entire year that have been impactful. Okay, Hugh, that's fair. Hugh was, a, was another really, really big one. Um, is that the one for this year? Is Hugh the officer of the year? Because if he is then that was one month. We've now completed five, and I feel like I feel like these two first Voyager officers are right up there. I mean, they, Bubba Joe, these two plus Hugh round out the three most effective officers of the year thus far, and we've had 14 officers come out. 14, okay? And, and two of them came this month, in my opinion, in my opinion. I know Bubba disagrees with me a little bit on the doctor, but but I think most people would would have my corner on that when it comes to a loot gain officer. Shinzola says, you mean Dixon Hill didn't make the list? <laughs> no, not for me. Not for me. Um, that being said, that is a valid perspective. I think that uh, Scopely has some thinking to do as to maybe how to balance this, Bubba. Let me ask this. If we saw a heroic solo milestone that was announced, Bubba Joe, all right, uh, but the milestones were maybe reduced in some regard a little bit, this or that. Uh, but the payout was reduced. 
All right, let me ask you this. No. Bubba. Oh, hang, hang on. What if <laughs> No, hang on. What okay. if they did run it every single time, but one of them was like the mega chest. One out of the 3 weeks had the super payout. Nah, see, you still no. you still have players no. waiting on it. You still got players yes. waiting. Man. But 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 if you run it every time, you can at least get some modicum of material spend throughout the other two weeks, right? Would players do that? If they chase them, if they chase two smaller ones and one big one. Here's why it can't work once an arc, Kirk. It can't work once an arc because then the other two auctions, nobody would play. Well, there will be people that play. It just won't be as huge as the one that it's paired with. As long as they also know that the SMS has already passed and they're not saving for anything. They're just potentially building on maybe the officer that they already unlocked with the SMS in the first round. Yeah. Yeah, maybe maybe a a tough one. Maybe a different perspective here, but um, I I loved it. It was awesome, and I I would love to see them do it every single time, but if they're not going to do it every single time, instead of springing it on us uh, in the middle of an arc for a current officer of the arc, what if they did it, you know, uh, for the – XLB or, uh, you know, anything of older content outside of the arc, the week or two yeah. in between. I don't necessarily like that because then you're spending all your materials on not something current. Well, no, it, it, if in case you haven't unlocked them, this is a second bite of the apple. Um, and if and for me, if I've already unlocked them and it's not something I can tear up, I'm probably not going to go hog wild, but for it gives people choice and gives a catch-up mechanic. The idea is something, th- the idea that you, Scopely should want to withhold officers that players identify with from the players is one of the most insane things that Sco- Scopely holds true to themselves. They should want every player to unlock every officer through engagement of some kind. I'm not saying give it away for free. I'm not saying I logged in on the third day of the month and I get it a full unlock of the officer. I'm saying something like what they did this month where you have this big SMS. You can put it with both or you can announce it. This is when it's going to be. Hell, you could announce it. Sorry for the swear. You could announce it that it's going Very to passionate. run separate from the auction. Now, I'd prefer to keep it with the auction, Hmm. but if they want to drive spend, keep the auctions and run this separately from the auction because then everyone's going for the same target and they're going to try and get extra shards from the auction. Okay. But you can't, but, but to say that you should not do it or it should be a surprise, like every time they've tried to hide something from the player, every single time we're going to spring an ultra spend on them, Mm -hmm. we're going to spring a trade XP spend. We're going to spring a material spend. Every single time that has happened, it has backfired, either from a PR standpoint or an actual standpoint. And the reason it has is because players then say, anything could happen. I will wait for this event to happen. I will wait to spend my ultras. I will wait to spend my trade XP. I will wait to spend my materials. So they've opened this bottle. There's no going back. Let me ask now, a crazy question. they either have to announce it or they have to never do it again. And I don't think never doing it again is the right call. I think they should Agreed. announce it or do it with every auction. All right, let me let me throw one other idea out at you. What if, and this is a big what if, all right, but I know that there's only a small percentage of people that like auctions in the first place. So what if 
auctions were abolished completely. And this was perfect. the weekend sourcing. I, perfect. Do it. One issue. Blue. And, What's the uh, issue? That is the one I ran into. Is, uh, I'm running out of things to spend on. I have plenty of materials. I just have no outlets. And it would be nice to have Build something side station research and ships, ships to pour rats into <laughs> so over I the have last four years. I have something for you, Blue. I have an option for you. <laughs> yeah, go up in ops, of course. But what if perhaps it's been four years? Perhaps we should get something besides research station and ships. Maybe. Blue, I don't blue, know. Four, blue, four years blue, blue. Why do you come over here with all these horrible ideas all the time? You're such a smart person. All right. <laughs> Blue. Blue, are you a G4 player? Oh, God. Yes. <laughs> All right. Did Are you free to play? Not really. Okay. Did you buy the new primes? Yes. Then I have a solution for you. Scrap That's jellies. That's out of stuff to build. Up. Build and scrap jellies. Build and scrap jellies. We're going to do a segment on this uh, probably this coming weekend. Bubba not been, today. Yeah, we're yeah, time crunched. We don't today, have time to yes, do it today. That is that is a thing. If, if if you guys listen, if you guys have invested into the primes, especially if you're G five G four players, uh, we have done some deep analytics on this, uh, including Blue. We'll do a show on this this coming weekend. I promise. We'll do a show on this coming weekend. But but you know, Bubba, when I asked you originally if this would open up a scrapping mechanic, you were a little bit hesitant at first. But once we dove in. And really started looking at math. Like it's true. There I, is. A I was scrapping. hesitant because I hadn't oh. done the numbers. I've yeah. done the numbers now. There People is a scrapping okay. mechanic. And I'm like, oh my god. But can can we agree that scrapping jellies is not a uh, okay case closed problem solved? No. It's more of a Scopely should really fix this blatant issue but with your play. You know, whatever whatever Scopely might say on that topic, that was an oopsie. Maybe, but that's it is what 100%. it is. One hundred percent absolutely guaranteed was not intended the fact that it is here and at least gives g5 players something to do with their g4 materials i think is actually not a bad thing even if it was a mistake it's a happy accident now blue you're not gonna like this answer but i've said this you know i'm not a big huge fan of camping etc etc yada 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 um you know there is for me there's probably a new spot which would be 49 and i get that you're getting close to that but Mm -hmm. listen if you have run out of stuff to spend on, then you do have a choice to make because there are things for yeah. you to invest materials in. It's just going to cost you to hit that green button. Okay. I could just go to G5 and then just run out of resources before I can even spend materials. Well, I mean, listen, I'm, I'm doing okay. And, like, and it's not a solution. It's just a different problem. <laughs> it, it is a different problem, but, but one that in the early 50s is, is – is there, but not as bad as it would have been at like 56 or something like that. I mean, you know, and, and you do buy packs here and there, so the resources are, are nice there. The rewards are, are decent. So we can talk about this again. We need to talk about this with the G4 economy. But again, I kind of come back and say, if auctions were eliminated, Blue, your argument might even have a hole in the bottom of it anyway. If you have nothing to spend materials on, then an auction doesn't do you any good as it is. Right. Oh, I wasn't defending the auctions. I meant like there. I spend more on this SMS cons- uh, consistently in theory than I would spend an auction, and I can't sustain that if I don't have well, anything to spend on. So let's and it's just saying throwing up ops and just hitting another bottleneck and being a- unable to spend is still the same boat I'm in. So what I was saying is like all these pri- the tiered primes, like I'm pretty sure, and hopefully there's a tiered prime coming for research and station. But I would imagine that 
after a while, you know, material sourcing exceeds material spending and there's going to need to be outlets. I don't know if Scopely has plans to make new outlets or just G6. But so, uh, so, so hang on. It would be nice I, I, to have I gotta, I gotta other things to first, engage Bubba. with and spend on. Go I ahead. Go I, gotta, I gotta say something first. The, I'll tell you, the day that material acquisition exceeds potential material spend, then Scopely has 100% fixed the economy. Okay, if that is the true case, then consider the economy 100% checkmarked. That is not the case. Okay, we are not there. We're not even close to there. So. Um, I, I want to be cautious with that sentiment. Bubba, your next thought, and then we've got to move on. Uh, so my, I want to be abundantly clear. In this scenario where they add this heroic SMS to every single auction, okay, I do not expect or endorse or support every player trying to max them out. Okay, Agreed. that is a ridiculous ask. Agreed. It would be ridiculous for me. It would be ridiculous for all but the most outrageous spenders okay and i don't consider myself one of them i will probably never be one of them the point is is that you can then choose i don't have the materials this week i'll have them next week and i'll have my ops done or i'll have the ship built or i'll have this thing and i can go hard at that one or to announce it and say I need to be planning to have all of my materials, all of my buildings ready to go for this particular one. But if you put it with each one, then you can choose. Again, you have the option of choice of going, I'm going to go hard at this one to maybe I max this one out or I take it to tier five or I take it to tier six and then I'm completely out of the next one. Or maybe I can get the, the first two or three milestones of the next one. But if you don't give players the choice to be strategic, then the players are only going to be upset. Let me let me offer one more idea because we gotta we gotta wrap up. And I'm doing I the, there's a, an express purpose for what I'm doing here. Okay, when I when I'm getting you guys to talk about this stuff. What if you remember when Gold Ducat came out and we said what a horrible model, pay only. You know they had those tokens where like if you spent X amount of dollars, you got the guaranteed unlock. You remember that? Everybody remember Gold Ducat? Like we hated it, right? What if what if that mechanic, which we hated, and do we remember why we hated it? We hated it because there was no free-to-play path alongside. Or when I say free-to-play path, there was no, there was no, it was 100% paid. There was no method of acquisition without swiping a card. Now, when we fast forward to Wayun, let's go forward to Wayun. That was much more well-received, but they in- did still incorporate that kind of cash spend, Bubba Joe, cash for the guaranteed unlock. But if you recall, free-to-play and casual, casual players still had an opportunity based on material spend to acquire some of those tokens to unlock some of the shards. So what if we come back to Gold Dukat and Wayun and say, okay, if auctions aren't the way anymore, if auctions are, are not, we don't like them, if we were pitching a picture-perfect uh, plan to Scopely with the incorporation of this heroic solo milestone, could I therefore present this solo milestone, Bubba Joe, showing up every single time, abolish the auctions, and do the Gold Dukat and Wayun style uh, sales alongside this particular 
heroic solo milestone. Would that still drive the spend? Would that still drive players to want to chase the SMS and therefore players who do spend want to go and actually buy packs for an extra tier or two of this officer? Bubba, if you had Gold Ducat sourcing alongside the Doctor's Heroic Solo Milestone all three weeks, is that better or worse than auctions or an unannounced heroic or or a planned heroic? I mean, at that point... So I, I absolutely hated the Ducat sourcing, and I felt that the Weyoun sourcing was not much better, but it was better because there were more shards offered through engagement as opposed to purchase. But... I am I am always going to be in favor of something that you can do in the game. Material spend, ultra spend, um, you know, grinding if we want to go down that. I am always going to be in favor of things that you can do in the game that do not involve directly sourcing with a credit card, even though I am one of the players that will directly source if there's something that I want to do, right? Mm-hmm. So I always want to default. And I'm not saying it should be easy, and I'm not saying it should be given, uh, but it should absolutely be something that is it through engagement in the game. There can be RNG, you know. There can be an RNG element, right? If you want to, you know, say that, you know, at every tier, you know, you're guaranteed. Even though I, you know, how RNG and I get along in Scopely, right? You know, the, the RNG hates me. Um, you know, there can be a well. You're guaranteed to get you know, 60 shards, but you could get as many as 180 shards based on this random chest that you open, right? But the threshold of what that heroic SMS, that super heroic SMS is, has to be more than half of an unlock. has to be something on the order of what we're looking at here. Mm -hmm. So if you still want to have some random piece or you want to have a little bit of a purchase piece, I guess, but I really don't like the direct sourcing that Ducat had and that Weyoun had it. Weyoun's only better because they had a lot more effort-based in-game yeah. shards associated with it, yes. So, and, and I would like to say, I would like to say that, that getting rid of the uh, solo leaderboard mat spend and ter- turning that into a Ducat style would then take yet another avenue for a free-to-play to possibly pick up more shards, right? Well, that's kind of my it, thinking, Putz. If you take the it, leaderboard part of it out of it and just have this solo, ha- have this heroic uh, two weeks, three weeks, whatever you're going to do, if you have that each time, but you still are looking for some actual direct ability for players like Bubba to spend or, or whatever, then have auctions lost their luster, you know? And, and, you know, this is a dangerous conversation, Bubba, because I can remember way back in the day when the metas first came out and Snake Eyes was was still with the show and he said, you guys are going to miss solo leaderboards. Do you remember him saying that, Bubba? He said, you guys are going to regret the day that you praised these metas. You guys are going to ask for solo leaderboards back and it happened. And so now I wonder if I'm contributing to yet another rose-colored glasses scenario. Get rid of the auctions. Guaranteed rewards for guaranteed investment. But... well. That's going to prohibit players from if dropping you, 150 million points. If you as long as the, the investment is is not just cash, as long as the investment can be in-game currency, then that's fine. Um, but the problem is, is when you make the in make the it only for purchase, like the Gul Dukat, that just cuts out a a, a 
big segment of your population. I agree. And, Bubba, I'm going to give you final thought here in a second. But, Putz, the reason that I, I agree with you there is and, – and the reason that I suggest it the way I do is because you do still have Moon Knight, the cash is king element. But, as Putz is saying, you do still have some sourcing. I suggest, me personally, someone prove me wrong, Bubba, abolish solo leaderboards, bring back the Gold Ducat uh, RNG, and add this heroic SMS alongside it. And by the way, I don't mean the heroic solo milestone for the recruit tokens. All right, Forgotten Shields, I want direct shards. No, Forgotten Shields, I, I, I've got you. I'm hearing you say you'd rather have competition in RNG, and I agree, which is why I say, listen, you can pay for the lottery chance, but the SMS should be, just like it was this month, with direct actual shards, and that removes the RNG for the guaranteed spend, all right? And Spectre is right. You said Gold Ducat had a guaranteed RNG after 600, but it could have been less. Okay, so and and that's just it, Tilly. You say the heroic would be so high, unlock it with just payment, but some players aren't going to do that. All right, some players like Putts are going to save, like Karkin are going to save, like Retrieving they are going to save, and they can still do the material spends. All right, so I and and just like that, you can pay for the higher tiers if you want, but I kind of wonder if that might be the combination of cash versus. Uh, cash versus in-game mechanics, Bubba Joe, that would give Scopely their win-win and still give everybody in the community an opportunity to somewhat plan for that. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. This is a complicated topic. We loved it this month. I can all but assure you it's not going to be 100% routine, Bubba Joe, which means we got to find happy medium ground here, Okay. And, and I think that needs to be a conversation that we have uh, more over the coming weeks and, and figure out what's going to what, – what we actually want to pitch to them that's not going to shoot their monetization in the foot because, let's face it, that's what they're here to do. Okay? That's what they're here to do. We have to take a break. Bubba Joe, be thinking of your next topic. Karkin and Putts as well. Blue, if you got something you want to add, or the chat. I'll be coming to you on the other side of this break on today's abbreviated short version of Talking Trek Live here to issue final ratings on Voyager Part 1. My name is Ultimate DJs. I am your host of Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast. We'll return after a word from these sponsors. Hang on. Today's show brought to you in part by Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse, your one-stop shop for all toys, whether for pleasure, professional, buying, selling, or just remembering your childhood. Visit them online at Facebook.com slash MN Toy Posse for the toy collector in all of us. This portion of the show brought to you by CrazyBunch.org. Are you old like Bubba Joe and get tired playing video games? Surtail has a solution for your health and wellness needs, especially while gaming. You could try an energy gummy for those long incursion events. Or just to keep yourself conscious while you're doing all that mining. Surtail is an independent distributor of all aerial products you'll need to improve your gaming experience. Message Surtail on Discord or visit crazybunch.org for more information. This program is made possible in part by a grant from PMS Brand Waterbeds. PMS Waterbeds retain more water longer than other leading brands. What if smartphones were around during other moments in history? October 12th, 1492. Columbus discovers America. All right, everyone, we are here in Asia. Are uh, you sure about that, boss? I'm pretty sure we made a wrong turn halfway through the Atlantic. No way, Jose. My phone died and I forgot my charger, but I'm pretty sure this is Asia. That's not what my Google Maps app says, boss. 
poppycock with your maps apps. Everyone uses Waze anyway. I don't know. Waze makes you take seven port and nine starboard side turns just to avoid two minutes of choppy waters. Listen, I'm the boss, and this is Asia. That's it. Here, let's ask this guy. Hi there, good sir. Inhabitant of Asia? <laughs> this is the Bahamas, dude. No Asia here. I do have a phone charger if you need one, though. If you guys are going to quote me, then quote me right. All right. Mimi writes in the chat. I, I think DJs, Mimi is actually accurate. I'm really confused why you even brought that up. Because when it came out, my biggest complaint was the lack of an in-game mechanic to do it without a credit card. And I maintained that to this day. Having a pay-only officer is inappropriate. Okay. That's what I hated about it. However, if you take two different mechanics and mash them together, then maybe you actually end up with a recipe for success, Bubba Joe. All right? Solo leaderboards, I, I, solo leaderboards offer one unlock per bracket. Doesn't matter how much is spent. I mean, it's really it's a terrible model. Okay? Doesn't matter how much or how little is spent. All right. I mean, Bubba, your server or my server might have a hundred million, a uh, hundred million points difference in the first place spot, and then we go up against you in incursions. Is the value of your doctor different than the value of mine? Not really. All right. So my complaint with Gold Ducat was and has been the lack of an associated mechanic in the game that allowed players to work towards progress. And Wei Yun took a step in that direction. 
I think that the doctor's heroic solo milestone is the next step in that evolution. But if you replace the solo leaderboard, something does need to go in its place, something that will, in fact, make them their, their objectives, their goals financially. And I am kind of thinking, let's take some of the stuff that we've done, maybe even some of the stuff that was bad uh, originally or that could be bad, Bubba Joe, with them springing a solo milestone on us, all right, because you said that would be bad, then perhaps we marry a couple of ideas here. And we say, okay, we'll run it every single week, but it also needs to have a, a, a cash element to it, all right? So merge Gold Ducats, gotcha, the RNG thing, with this heroic solo milestone. Allow players to earn direct shards of their officer with the heroic solo milestone. And Bubba, if you want to get extra shards or work on those tier-ups, then it can be done with direct cash. Okay? So I want the sourcing for Ducat and Wayun to go away and never come back, kind of like assaults. (laughs) <laughs> I think there are some out there. I saw Canine Tooth in the chat here a little bit ago who actually did disagree with you. I know Trader would disagree with you as well. Now, granted, there were probably some okay, mitigating is, circumstances. Is tr- Trader, Trader was on the stage. If Trader had the choice between the guaranteed shards from an SMS material spend or some other in-game spend – Versus swiping a credit card. Bubba, she would not, 100% okay, then you're not choose hearing the me. SMS. You're not hearing me because I'm saying put them together. Okay? I want 48 hours of the Gold Ducat recruit tokens alongside the same 48-hour heroic solo milestone for direct shards. Not, not recruit tokens, but direct shards. Put them together. All right. That way you've got the material spend for the direct shards and for those who want more than there is a paid pack available. And I'm saying no. In fact, I would not engage in that paid pack under any circumstance. Why? Certainly not at the rate certainly not at the rate they did for Ducat and Wayun. Well, if you want to make that what, paid pack what was it? If it you want to make that paid pack if you want to make that paid pack, say, 150 shards for $100, then I would start to consider. Oh, that's not how they but do I'm it, not doing. I'm not doing 10 for 100 again. That was ridiculous. You, Yeah, well, okay, so let's, let's look at removing the RNG piece if you wanted. What it actually amounted to, Bubba Joe, was 600. No, Phil, even that's not accurate. It wasn't 600 for the unlock. It was 600 for Tier 2. All right. It was six hundred for tier two. Yes, that it is was not no, because I spent six hundred for Ducat and I did not get him to tier two. It was six. Yeah, because no, no, no because at six hundred you were not guaranteed the first hundred shards. You were guaranteed to get a hundred shards, but you were not guaranteed to get a hundred shards from the RNG. So where did it end up going? Looser says that it was anywhere between ten to twenty-five, depending on RNG. Okay, and that's fair. All right, so how about we do like what Forgotten Shields is, is, is fighting for his life up here and take away the, the RNG piece of it? Maybe it is just 
20 shards for 100 bucks, and there's your $600 for the unlock with the extra token that gives you another 120 shards on your 600 pack. That removes the RNG, gives you your guaranteed return for guaranteed investment, and at the same time, along the side... Along the, the, on the other side of that, for people who don't swipe the card, you've got the Heroic Solo Milestone. And for you, Bubba, you could do both. So I'm not I, talking about again, one versus the other. I understand. But what I'm saying is if you want to have something that isn't an auction paired with this SMS, I do not want the Ducat or Wayun sourcing ever to come back. That should be ejected from their space of consideration and never come back. All right. You want to pick something else? That's fine. <laughs> well, but then, not then, that. Then we have more communication and we've got more conversation to have then, Bubba, because I'm here to tell you, the solo leaderboard piece of this is going to prevent the Heroics SMS from being a regular piece. If we can find an alternative method um, to, to kind of create and think about, then we've got an opportunity to get this back. And I'll tell you this, at the end of the day, you compare Gold Ducat, you compare Weyoun, you compare Auctions, and you compare the Heroic SMS. Out of those four methods, the Heroic SMS is the best of all of them. But to get it as a regular piece of content, Bubba Joe, there's going to have to be some type of, of additional monetization to it, even if that comes in higher milestones, which I don't think any of us actually want. So, so there's going to have to be conversation about this. Don't you think after five years or four years of auctions, Scopely should have figured out what their monetization of each material spend equals this? Shouldn't they have figured this out by now? I'm no. not saying that they haven't, but things do change. All right. For example, look at what the G4 and G5 economies are going to look like now with these primes. And again, this this comes back to a conversation about kicking the can down the road, shooting themselves in the foot, Bubba Joe, because I'm here to tell you, I feel like auction spends are going to be severely impacted by the introduction of these primes. I mean, a pack now gets you so much further than it did before, so do you need to buy as many packs to do what you need to do and be competitive in an auction environment? Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I think whoa, whoa, we got a problem. Whoa, no, 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 no. The, the primes have nothing to do with that. Oh, they certainly do. They do not. Absolutely. You, you. All right. Are you sitting down? <laughs> okay. All right. How many materials do you get in a pack? Uh, I don't know. Call it 40,000, 30,000, 40,000. Sure. You get 40,000 materials. Okay. If you spend that 40,000 materials, you get X points. Okay. Does it matter if you completed three researches as opposed to one or did four upgrades on your ship as opposed to one? None of that matters. All that is is you are spending that set of materials. This changes nothing for auctions. Nothing whatsoever. Find places to spend. I was going to say, this is actually where Blue's perspective comes in a little bit, Bubba, because it doesn't necessarily become about materials now. It could become about parts, unless you've got that prime as well. Then it becomes about resources. Then it becomes about speed ups or latinum or this or that. And I understand that that may not be a choke point for some players. It is for other players. Okay. Latinum for speed ups. In G4, if you're a relative free-to-play, you will run out of speed-ups. And, and so you would actually be 
you would actually be inhibited in spending. You could actually have the materials, Bubba. What this Prime has actually done for the purposes of auctions is taken the pressure off of materials and added pressure to three other currencies, which now all four have to line up in order for you to be able to actually be competitive in an auction. It's not just about the materials. Now spending the same amount of materials is going to cost four times as much other stuff. You see, and that that can be dangerous as well. So, and again, we don't need to spend the entire show on this, but it was, oh, my dear God in heaven. Oh, but, you know, I was just praising the fact that we were going to be able to potentially and hopefully get this presidential figure on our show this Wait coming Friday. Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in weeks, we are graced on our stage. You have only no weeks? chance of getting out of here on time now. It's oh, I absolutely. I have a, I have a meeting, and I have to. I was going to say, not no. you. You can leave whenever you want. TJ has no chance of getting Echo's out of here. Echo is going to be in the same now. meeting that I'm going to be in. Echo, Echo, Echo's going to be in the no same meeting as I. He's going to be in the same meeting. Yeah, that meeting that I've got at 7:30. Echo's going to be in it. All right, so like, if he's late, I'm late. At least I'll have a now reason. Now you have someone to blame to, for being That's right. Late. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, for the first time in weeks, my goodness, Mr. President, welcome to the stage of Talking Trek. Hello, hello. How is everyone doing? Uh, you know, we were actually just having a very spirited conversation about uh, the doctor's heroic SMS this month. Now, obviously, didn't expect you to pop in, so don't expect any commentary from you, but... Is that something that you would like to talk to us about a little bit? Like, can we? Nope, we're saving it all for State of the Game that we hopefully can have on Friday as long as I, you get me all the questions and I can get the answers and I don't have to just constantly say over and over again, let me figure out what that answer is. Okay, well, I hadn't told everybody yet, you know, but Friday we will be uh, we will be hosting hopefully. a State of the Game. Uh, it is Rev's turn. And uh, so we will be on his, I believe it's on his uh, Twitch platform Friday night. I will be a guest, as will uh, Mr. President. So that will be this coming Friday night. And uh, I don't actually have a time yet. It'll probably, I think he normally goes at like 7 or 8 o'clock Eastern time. Not entirely sure, but we'll, we'll do that. So, oh, my gosh. That is mid I have a though. request. Uh, okay, Ripper has a request. I would like Echo to sound a bit more like he's full of positive energy. Echo, you do sound tired, but now it's been a long day. You started early this morning, too. You were with us at, what, 7.30 this morning? 7.30-ish, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's been a very long day, so uh, I can understand that he might be running on empty here. So and Isn't, and isn't that a normal time? I'm drinking coffee right now. Ooh. I got to go to the gym after, after this. It's late in the day for coffee. It's 4 o'clock in the afternoon. You're drinking coffee. Oh, I haven't eaten it yet. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> he hasn't eaten. Uh, we're, Joker, we're probably expecting, like I said, probably between 7 and 8 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, I'll have to get with Rev on the exact details. It is his turn to host. And I know we wouldn't remember because it's been a couple of months. <laughs> All right. The main reason, actually, so... Uh, DJ and myself and Rev, we all had like, a nice chat this morning, right? Um, <laughs> we don't have to go into all that. We're not. I did tell people. I did tell people it was very productive. I, I, it, it was, was a very, it was productive a very, chat. very productive meeting. And so this is more just to clear the air, since apparently I was just not understanding, and DJ and Rev set me straight. Um, so 
my absence is not because I've been hiding. It's not because I haven't been paying attention or looking at things. It's just... And this is not to try and make an excuse. It's just to give context, right? Um, it's literally just because sort of the nature of what I do on a day-to-day basis has been changing. Um, oh, you're going to do this right now, huh? Yeah, you know. Okay. Beck, Beck has gotten, you know, really up to speed, and she's doing a lot of really great things, and we're working on a lot of great video content, and, you know, there's just a lot more things that I'm doing that take me away from being able to be available for shows in Discord. And I just did not realize that that caused a lot of concern and confusion for people and thinking that, you know, I was here and that I vanished and that's on me, right? And DJ put that to my attention. And so I am going to be actively trying to at least show up once a month via state of the game or talking cars. However it can be, I... I probably just won't baseline be available all day, every day in Discord like I used to be. But know that it's because there's a lot of just cool stuff that we're working on and that, uh, I mean, I I can't share everything, but DJ knows that there's a lot of things behind the scenes that I've been trying to do for just Star Trek Fleet Command as a whole. That yeah, was that okay? Was yeah, that pretty no, good? I, I think it's good. I, I'm just sitting here quiet wondering what all you're going to say. This was not something we talked about doing today. So, uh, so good, good for you. DJ, I am. I'm glad you're here. Uh, I'm glad you, the players are able to hear. Know a little bit more what I'm doing behind the scenes, and that's just because, like, let's face it, DJ. I'm pretty sure you've told everybody that you speak with us and you're under NDA and things like that. I don't talk about the NDA part because, you know, we don't care about that here. Uh, but no, oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> but, yeah, right, no, right, no, yeah, no, no, we, we talk. Uh, yeah, so yeah. so what what he's dancing around, what he's not talking to you, uh, or what maybe he's, what he's not directly saying, and, and maybe I will say this, or maybe I shouldn't, I don't know, <laughs> NDA stuff. Um, President Echo is, is handling bigger and better things than he was when he started and took this job. Uh, Bubba. As a matter of fact, we we are now listening to the voice of of somebody who has uh, moved and and done some big big creative professional things with inside Scopely HQ. And and I, I don't know if it's like official, official, official or not. But I mean, as far as I'm looking at his responsibilities and his role, uh, President Echo has been promoted. Yeah! Not like officially by title, but just the, the nature of what I do day to day has just changed. And I think it's for the better, you know. There's just a lot more communication and moving pieces that I get to be privy to. And the team has, you know, sort of really welcomed the new community team with myself and Beck with open arms. And it's it's been really exciting to see. So... Um, what's what's about president? Is that do we have to call you emperor, now? Emperor, emperor. emperor? Emperor, I like senior. I like emperor. emperor. Is he senior president, Echo. Yes, yeah, I like senior president. Senior, like senior president would be good. I, I kind of like. Yeah, I kind of like uh, senior emperor. president. Just sounds old. Yeah, I like emperor. I like that one. Uh, all hail emperor Echo. That's uh, that's a good one right there. So, uh, yeah. So I, may I, I, since I will not be on the stage on Friday, may I ask a question to Echo very quickly? Do you get one question, oh boy. Bubba Joe. Oh boy, one. Okay, this this is a nonsense question because I can ask you serious questions some other time. 
Um, <laughs> when will our showdown be made public? Uh, yeah, what is the deal waiting? with all that video, man? So that video, so usually when we shoot content, right? Like the interview that we did, DJ, that was like what? If like roll t- tape time, probably like 48 minutes an hour. Oh, I feel the, like it was probably more than that. <laughs> there was a lot of messing around. The, the editing, <laughs> the editing for like, a, the editing for like a te- twelve-minute video that people see from like an hour oh, for and sure. ten takes, minutes of content takes, takes hours. Yeah, three or four days, and that's when like you know I was sitting in there, you were there, and we can like sort of jot mentally all the things that we want to make sure get put into that video. For the trivia, that was five different shootings of over an hour each that literally I saw back in the office working on it. She had a full wall that was a whiteboard and she literally had everything sectioned off of her timestamps of interesting. She wanted to go into these segments and it went all the way across the meeting room. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And let's... then she has to send that to the editing team mm-hmm. and then the editing team needs to take all that and put in what they think. And then there needs to be a revision. So hopefully really soon, but like, that was a lot of footage to try and parse through. Sure. Oh, a lot. No, that's, it was. That's fine. Galvanox says release the entire recording, and Ripper has no. Fu- yeah, can't can't <laughs> do that, man. Ripper's like, yeah, that can never happen. That contains very inappropriate things, uh, and and that we is, want the Bubba cut. I'm, I'm I'm still traumatized. <laughs> Wait, what? What are you traumatized by? They were well, you promised know, editing. You know, you know it was only well it was what? only a light pat. Okay, I mean, like even oh, even oh, HR, really? even HR couldn't be that upset about it. All right. <laughs> there, you guys get it now. Yeah, Galvanic says now. I really want to know. That was your teaser, okay? Um, so at least the was that cup. before or after the snuggle night? <laughs> I believe it was before. I think we actually snuggled that night. Was it that night? I think it was that night we snuggled. I I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was the night before that actually, because you told me that story. Oh, okay. So it was the night before then. All right. Um. So so there you go. Listen. Um, You're gonna be paying a lot for therapy. Yeah. Um. Mr. President, since we've got you here. Uh, oh, and- every time, DJ. It's always since no. we got you here. No. Literally, I came well, here just to explain why I was absent for a little while. That I wasn't hiding. That I should have been better about saying like, "Hey, I'm doing." more stuff and Beck is doing more stuff and there's actually a, a nothing confirmed but like you know some interest of saying you know maybe do we need some more people on the community team I'm just because, saying you if know, you're interested in becoming a meat shield for Scopely then uh, visit scopely.com and apply for uh, community manager job because you know here's the thing and and I, I say that kind of tongue-in-cheek but I don't really like I know President Echo and I have talked he needs help he does need help now I don't think you've got anything approved or got the bandwidth for that yet but no but there is no approved headcount it's literally just like a but whisper you know what? Listen, of a maybe you guys you guys could be proactive you could get in at the top of the pile uh if somebody was looking for employment <laughs> with scopely hq because uh, listen at the end of the day at the end of the day the demands on echo and beck are growing by the day bubba and and you know this to be true because by the way echo hasn't been invisible to you he hasn't been invisible to me. He hasn't been invisible to Rev. So the the thing is, you know, we're limited in what we can say to the community. But at the same time, like what I just we talked about earlier today, the community hasn't seen or heard from you. And they take great uh, affirmation 
from hearing from you and seeing you and, and seeing you in the chat, it is disconcerting. It can become uncomfortable when our spokesperson, as a matter of fact, um, maybe this was the comment that did it, Bubba Joe, because this was towards the end of our meeting. I told him, I said, listen, how would you feel if all of a sudden the White House press secretary stopped doing daily interviews, stopped doing daily briefings and just disappeared for three months? Like, would you feel well, I, would you feel scared about that? You know, I, like, I just didn't really. I mean, I guess like I didn't fully understand the impact of like me doing a thing. You're like a this, very right? impactful individual, sir. Uh, like Ayer says, we worry when you don't call. OK, we just want to know you made it home safe. All right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, Mom. But uh, yeah, it, it, it listen from from knowing that you are the community's essential, as least as of now, that that was what the community knew of your role was that you were the the medium. You're the bridge between yeah. the community and Scopely. And and even though that may not truly be the case anymore because of your elevated uh, responsibilities, there's the public doesn't know any better. And so, right. and I should, yeah. I should have said at least something being like, hey, I'm always here. I'm always looking. I'm always, you know, talking about everything people are saying. And uh, yeah, I guess it's just my fault and my bad. We're not going to say it's your fault. You had a lot on your plate. Um, and and obviously, um, I would assume on behalf of the entire community, super big congratulations on your uh, on your it's not like an official promotion. It's just but it job, is. I mean, um, maybe, job, maybe not. Maybe not. Jobs maybe. change over time, especially as like, you know, we weren't doing patch notes videos six months ago. We weren't doing all these feature blog posts. We didn't update the website until we did last month. Like. We We've just been doing a lot more stuff recently. <laughs> we don't need to talk about that. That went so well. No, we don't need to talk about that one. Okay. Uh, Wait, what's wrong with the website? And Mimi, Mimi might have it. Maybe it's not like an official title promotion or this or that, oh. but, but responsibility creep. And and listen, don't let him be too humble on you, okay? His role is changing. And I think that it is uh, I think that it's a very good thing for him. I'm so, very happy for him. But the community has been concerned. And, you know, there is going to be the need to backfill that position, Mr. President. There has to be somebody here. Go ahead, Bubba. So I think that, you know, you you jumped on something, and I want to – so you – he said update the website, and you, I think, immediately jumped to something that we're not going to spend any time talking about. If we're talking been... about the new facelift, I actually like the, the graphic. I, I like it graphically. Exactly. I do like exactly. it graphically. Yes. Exactly. I don't, so, actually, but that's a – I like the rounded buttons. It makes it smooth and bubbly. It makes me think just, of it makes me think of like bubble bubble comics, like with the it's bubble just chat. A cool thing, and we want to do more with it, right? Like we've always been talking about just more ways to celebrate the community, right? Like we get to a place where we can showcase all of the cool videos that you know Beck has and I have been working on. We got a place where we can feature fan art now. By the way, submit your fan art so that we can put it on the website. You know, there's more stuff that we want to start doing, and this like facelift also came with. You know, backend improvements so that we can start doing even more cool stuff. Like, you know, I think that having more experiences that can help people feel really connected with the community and show that it's, you know, STFC is a lot more than just a game. It's something that we all really love, but, you know, it's just, there's a lot more to it than just, you know, clicking 17 redeems on chests. Hmm. Interesting that you would bring up that particular action item. Well, you don't like that? Oh no, we'll leave it alone. Uh, all right. No, yeah, no, we'll just For leave now. it right there. Since since you're dropping hints over here, then uh, I don't have to. All right. Um, listen, 
Thank you very much for taking the time to stop by. It is very, very good to hear from you. I'm sure that the people are very, very good, uh, are very, very happy to hear that you are well and that, that things are good. And in this particular case, congratulations on the impact that you are growing into and the impact that you're having on the game. And I believe, uh, and I do believe this, all right, guys? You know what? I can say this now. I'll say this now. Bubba, do you remember last month when I told you, uh, and I believe I said it on the show, that Scopely came and talked to us about the Artifact Gallery changes, which we did both agree was a win this month uh, with the changes to the Artifact Gallery, Artifact Acquisition, the extra chest, the the unlocking of level four, et cetera, et cetera. Um, that conversation was spearheaded by El Presidente Echo, and he was the one that directly uh, invited me to be involved in those conversations. So again, the, when I talk about the impact that he's having and, uh, and the changes that he's actually being able to gain some traction on, Bubba even said at the very beginning of this meeting, uh, or at the beginning of this show, and Echo probably didn't hear that, but at the beginning of this show, I even said, Echo, we're having a meeting in 22 minutes to actually feedback on, on information that was received only earlier today, and, and there's actual opportunity for us to look, modify, feedback. Maybe we can see what we can scramble and do to make this a little better or make this not, you know, uh, make it what we want it to be versus what it could be. I mean, those are positive things, and, and I think Echo has a lot to do with that. So um, I, I am positively motivated by, by his interaction with some of the other departments. And, uh, and I appreciate you taking the time to stop by and let people know that you're well. Yeah, I'll let you get on with it. But it's also, you know, we, we focus a lot on, like, you know, me and Beck fighting the good fight, right? That's what it always feels like it's being framed as. But, like, I know everyone hates when I do this whole show thing, but it's, like, just factually true that all the other departments have, like, adopted us into, like, a way in their workflow so that we have these opportunities, right? It's all these teams have fundamentally changed like how they go about doing things because they care. And so I think it's just a, it's a, it's a really awesome feeling. And like, we've always been someone that the, the team is welcome with open arms, but like it takes time to reformat and re change how like a whole entire process worked. That's how it's been like standard, you know? Well, yeah, I mean, corporations take time to move. That There's no doubt about that. Galvanox says, you know, one of the big things that I can highlight here that I've observed from Scopely is the forming of the incursion team uh, within Scopely. I think that's that's a big thing. There's actually a, not one, but a group of people now dedicated to, not fully dedicated, but a group of people that are tasked with uh, the responsiveness and the, and the feedback. Um, as a matter of fact, based on your announcement you guys made here uh, several days ago, Mr. President, I I have not seen any more uh, from you guys on this. We, as a matter of fact, we haven't talked about incursions. Maybe you could drop uh, a little bit of a hint today. Bubba Joe and I talked about this on the last show. It feels like you guys took a great deal of the feedback that was sourced here from the Talking Trek community. Maybe uh, enough that it's kind of one of those things, well, like, okay, we're going to try it your way, DJs. If it, you know, if it works, great. If it doesn't, then at least we tried. At least we heard you and were willing to try something new because from what I can tell, from what I can see, just based on the surface of your announcement, it's a lot 
of what you and I have talked about needs to happen with incursions. Can you give a little sure. bit of insight into some of those conversations? I mean, is this Scopely giving me enough rope to hang myself with? or, or? I mean, you know, if, if maybe we just uh, show DJ how hard it is to design an event, you know, and maybe he'll realize. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, that. I mean, I know that we had a couple of different meetings, and then I can tell you for sure there was at least four or five other meetings that I personally was involved in outside of, like, the actual, like, creating the events and the – the, the, the back end stuff. Um, but we literally would sit down we're like, okay, what is incursions now? What is the feedback we've gotten from all of the different places, right? We got it from discord. We've got it from content creators. We've got it from pl- commanders. We've got a ton of it. What did they want it to be? And we listed literally everything. Right. And then we did another thing where we're like, okay, well like conceptually, what do we want incursions to represent? What do we want the experience to feel like? We've always wanted it to be, you know, you're trying to bring glory to your server or you're trying to defend your server so people are not like take getting all of the resources and taking it away. So we looked at all of the different things and we tried to take everything that fit that ideal, right? And we're not trying, like we, like we said in the announcement, we want to iterate to success on this, but we did take a pretty big jump initially, like we said, with like the designated defender and designated attacker, right? Um, one of the things is that people feel like they feedback we got was like, we can't find anybody. Everyone's always invading the other server. You know, it's hard to, to do anything on defense because everyone's always messing around. Like we want to get everybody in the same place at the same time and have a clear objective. That is I am defending my server or I am bringing glory to my server, right? That's what we want to fully embrace and how that will shape up over time via events and rewards and all those things will probably change and iterate over time. But that's how this really went about, was just sitting down in a room with a whiteboard and saying, okay, what do we want this to be? And what have we gotten feedback? Can, would you be able to, to give us any kind of insight into how specifically some of these events may work? Like, will there be scoring um on Starts tomorrow dj everyone well, will know, find that's, out that's my point like you were 12 hours away give the people a little nugget give them a reward for for listening to us here what, what, what will there only be scoring on the designated home server like the defensive server is that the only place scoring will happen or will there still be scoring on the other server but just at a reduced rate can you give us a little bit of an idea about how this might look the hard thing is like I remember what I, like they were working on, but I don't know what the final thing was. But from what I understand for the events, again, this was all subject to change and maybe it changed without me knowing. And that's totally fair because I haven't even been following up on it, honestly. Um, was that basically events are going to be primarily scored for you fulfilling the sort of role that your server is supposed to be on the now, defensive like, server yeah right now like there's always the overarching raid destroy get points but for events you're going to be rewarded for participating and doing the things that your server is supposed to be doing i.e defending or attacking okay 
and that's what we get for now. So more to come, and of course, incursions launching for uh, one of the non-U.S. regions, I think, actually, what, tomorrow, right? Uh, we've got incursions coming up for the APAC servers starting in, uh, like I said, less than 24 hours from now, the United States on Friday, June 2nd, and the European servers on uh, Saturday, June 3rd. That is kicking off. Do I have my dates right on that, uh, Madam yes. Vice President? I do. So those are the dates for incursions, and what we're going to see is a brand spanking new uh, imagination uh, or a, a reimagining of what incursions uh, are going to look like. And uh, I think what we're taking here is that it's not even here going to be the final product. Um, what we'll see tomorrow, we're going to look at, dissect, and see what works and what may not. And uh, we'll see how bold Bubba Joe Scopely decided to be with this run of incursions, and we'll find out in less than 24 hours. It's it's the first. I don't really. I don't want to say like incursions fundamentally like the mechanics change, but it's the first like incursions v2, right? And so we're gonna want all of the feedback like we did the first time it ran, and see how we can. What did we do well? What did everyone love? Also, what did people not like so much? I saw something about the rewards. Oh, I'm always hesitant to just say yeah it's better because everyone has a very different version of what good rewards are but i do think personally objectively they are better um tj did you ever get a sneak peek at any of those no no i i since the announcement came out i have not spoken to the incursion team at, at all not the first time so I don't know what the events are looking like. I'd love to know. I'd love to make a video on it and have it ready tomorrow. I don't know uh, what exactly this is going to look like. As a matter of fact, Bubba Joe, I had a small, a small little red alert going on when he was talking about you know the overarching event still you know being rating and damage and stuff like that because I felt like that needed a lot of adjustment. So you know that that may be something that has not yet been fully explored, maybe, or maybe it has, but that uh, that was one little red alarm, uh, red alert that I was just hearing. Just take a look at what it is now. Oh, you're going to tell us now? No, I'm just going to say, oh. like, when everyone hops in, <laughs> take a look and let me know, because again, like, I don't do the balancing. I don't want to say, yeah, this is how the points are scored, and then be completely wrong, right? Because yeah. things are, as you know, just like we did with, like, you know, Artifact Gallery, and, like, we were... You're talking about the meeting that we're having in literally 13 minutes. Like things are changing up until the day of release. Sometimes 13 minutes. Oh god! <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, I need to go. You need to finish your show. I'll see you in 13. Yeah, th- thir- 13 minutes. That's enough time. Derails for sure. Oh, plenty buddy. of time. 13 plenty minutes. Of time. Uh, okay, thir- 13 <laughs> minutes. Uh, we goodbye, got- everyone. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. President. Appreciate you being here, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the one, the only, Mr. President. Echo, congratulations and thank you for gracing our stage. All right, with that, a fifteen-minute commercial break. Call me. Yeah, no. With that, Bubba Joe, we're gonna have to take our last break. Literally at this (laughs) very second, we got to take it right now. When we come back, we will have eight minutes for uh, for final ratings. And obviously, didn't get to touch on all the points that I really wanted to today, but that doesn't matter. Time is time, and it has run out. Time for your final ratings on the other side of this break. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, back after a word from our sponsors. Hang on. Today's show brought to you in part by the Musgrove Trial Firm in Georgia. Have you suffered personal injury in Georgia? You need a buddy. Give buddy at the Musgrove Trial Firm a call, 678-226-1994. Visit them online at Musgrove Trial Firm. 
PVPTarget.com. PVPTarget.com is a site with a whole host of tools for the players, not only at veteran status in this game, but also for brand new players, giving you insights into PVP banding, crews, and ROE used by many servers. PVPTarget.com can help you get your feet under you with respects to all things player versus player. Visit their website for a player's guide regarding lawful attacks, warships, and even a glossary of terms for use right here inside Star Trek Fleet Command. Visit PVPTarget.com today. That's PVPTarget.com. This program is made possible in part by a grant from Old Lice, the men's aftershave strong enough to kill most types of body parasites. And we're down to the final minute of play. Can the U.S. government get that last basket to avoid losing the economy? You said it, Rick. It looks pretty grim for the Americans here. Back to the play. Biden inbounds the ball to McCarthy. But what's this, Merle? He passes it right back to Biden. And Biden bounces it right back to McCarthy. I've never seen this strategy before, Rick. Coach Yellen is yelling from the sidelines to get it done. I'm not sure they're going to have enough time here. Ten seconds left on the clock, and Biden and Congress still can't get their act together. Seven seconds left. Will they at least get the shot off? The shot's up. It's good. Oh, wait. It's under review. That was anticlimactic. I guess we'll just have to wait longer. Back after this commercial break. Time now for another edition of Have Kids, They Said. I love my kids, but I hate how they constantly criticize me. Dad, you did this wrong. Dad, you did that wrong. You're six years old. You have no idea the right way to drive a car, let alone how to make a three-point turn. And it's everything. Driving, personal hygiene. You smell today, Daddy. You see what I deal with? Dad, you've burnt the grilled cheese. Eat around the burnt parts. It's all burnt. I mean, come on. The other day, my four-year-old son said, That story was okay. But it wasn't wasn't your best. best. It's like I'm living with Siskel and Ebert. I feel like Kevin Costner after he made Waterworld. I mean, I love my kids, but, you know. Appreciate you guys being here. My name is Ultimate DJs. This is Talking Trek Live, Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, as evidenced by the president's arrival today, Bubba Joe. Big time. Are you playing this at like 1.15 or 1.25 to go a little bit faster? It seems rushed. Uh, it, it's only rushed because I'm rushed. I, I'm not, I didn't do anything to it, I don't think. Uh, but uh, okay. It, it might just feel that way because we literally have seven and a half minutes on the clock. Uh, so, Bubba Joe, without further ado, it is time to get straight to it. Straight to it. We got no time. We got no, no time. time. No time. So we're going to go around the panel. We're going to find out what you guys have decided about the month of May, keeping in mind the adjustments to the Artifact Gallery, the heroic Doctor's SMS, the event scheduled this month. Synergy out the yin yang all over the place. 
the damage any armada event which listen you're not going to convince me that wasn't that wasn't a little bit of awesome all right i really like that event you know what we were talking earlier bubba joe about solo leaderboards almost always being or having some element of spend that was a solo leaderboard that that did not hold true for that was a solo leaderboard that literally rewarded participation and grind because there is no shortage of directives when you sum them all up. That was a phenomenal event that provided you choice in your target, choice in the strategy for how you would approach said targets, and allowed players to use what they had banked up without necessarily having to drop on packs. I thought it was a phenomenal, phenomenal event. Probably one of my favorites of the entire month. Blue Mandalorian, let's come to you first as an Ops 47 who's running out of things to spend on from Server 8. What do you feel about the rating of this particular Arc Voyager Part 1? So uh, I, do, I did enjoy the artifact mechanic. It had some nice bonuses, uh, like a hefty amount at first, and the sourcing seems good. I could go with a little less cat herding, but I don't know if that's fixable on Scopely's end. Uh, the uh, heroic SMS uh, got me much further in the doctor progression than I thought I would, and uh, that's it's a something good that I like to see in the future. Uh, and besides that, the events were they were they were they weren't amazing. They were but they were pretty good. And uh, so I get this arc about six or seven out of ten. There you go, six or seven. Like it, Captain Mark, as the chief five player, the Voyager Part One. What do you got? Oh my God! Was it so expensive? <laughs> I spent way too much. Uh, way so too much. Sounds like you got tempted in by Scopely Marketing, there, buddy. Oh, I feel so bad about myself. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna be sick. Okay. Do you want to give it a rating or no? Oh yeah. Uh, um, I'm gonna go three out of ten. Really? And it's just so, you spent so that much expensive. money, but you were dissatisfied with the game. Um, I think what he's saying yeah. is that he was dissatisfied that he felt he had to spend that much money. All right, well, fair yeah, interpretation. That, I, I like the uh, I like the the artifact in con uh, artifacts and concept, uh, but like Blue was saying, that the cat herding is very difficult to try and get everybody together. Fair enough. To actually get the the artifacts and shorts. All right, Kirk, and uh, we'll come to you and Putz here in just a moment. Coming into the chat, clapping at Kirk, giving it an eight out of ten. Uh, Shinzola also giving it an 8 out of 10. All right. Benny Hill giving the ARC a grade of B+, but we've moved away from grades. We're doing customer satisfaction ratings now. You guys throw yours into the chat. Griffin giving it an 8.5. Shadow Sheep and Spectre both at 7. Star Ocean at a 6. Uh, Lloydson says a 4 out of 10. Not a huge fan of a random research tree that is not a feature that the game needed. Uh, 47525548059 d gives it a 5 out of 10. Noon Whistle giving it a 7.5. Nakar giving it a 7. Beans and Snots says 6.5, but could have been better. I'm really tired of Armada. Zandy's the Great giving it a 9 out of 10. Benny Hill giving it an 8.5. Jess, official moderator Jess from the official Discord, Bubba Joe writes, I was yelled at significantly less, so I also am satisfied with this arc. Captain Johnny Walker giving it a 9 out of 10. Roger Workman giving it a 9 out of 10 and quoting Bubba Joe, this is the highest grade I have ever given a Scopely arc. Spock Monkey, G5 player, also 9 out of 10. 
this was legitimately, actually a good month. Phil, I'm highly satisfied. Silverhawk was six. Carl on eight. Voodoo Doctor at six and a half. Mimi at eight. Rex at seven. But an extra point could be purchased for the low, low price of $99.99. I, I like that, Rex. Very good. Very good. Herps, give it in a 9 out of 10. Best arc since Strange New Worlds. Dweeb says 9 out of 10. Loved the Damage Any Armada event. Forgotten Shield says 9 out of 10. Not without its issues, but the best arc of the year for me. Uh, absolutely needs sourcing. All right. I, I assume, Bubba, that he means sample this arc for other arcs, I, I believe, or maybe sourcing for the officers. All right. Uh, Gobbler giving it an 8 out of 10. Galvanox giving uh, officers a 2 out of 10. And events an 8 out of 10. That's spicy. Yeah, that is a little <laughs> spicy. Uh, however, giving events an 8 out of 10. All right, so pretty daggone good there. Amber Laterra giving it a 6 out of 10 with the potential to be a 9 depending on directive sourcing improvement and officer sourcing improvement. There's some good grades here. Berlin, though, giving it a four. Hated formation armadas. Not fun for me. So a really, really good variety of grades here in the arc. Boaz giving a six out of ten. Uh, even hmm. the state of New York only charges for crossing a bridge in one direction. Please stop trying to monetize everything coming and going. I think that's a good statement there. Uh, Rhino says 2 out of 10. The sourcing on directives is absolutely horrible. Uh, Clapping a Kirk, giving it a good grade overall. Uh, very good. Thank you. GingerCon giving Talking Trek a satisfied rating of 8 out of 10 for the content this month, too. Thank you very much. Karkin, let's come to you for your grades. we got three minutes on the clock. What do you got, buddy? Oh, crap. Three minutes? Oh, no. I, You've got 30 uh, seconds. 8.5. <laughs> 8.5. 8.5 for the free-to-play Karkin. Putts on server 45. What do you got for us? I'm going to have to go with, like, maybe a 7, 7.5. Seven uh -huh. um, it, it could go higher as long as they have some sort of uh, free-to-play free path sourcing on the new research, multi-level researches. Yeah. Okay. Very good. Uh, Bubba Joe, let me come to you for your final rating here, and then I'll deliver mine, and we will bounce out of here after reading our closing credits. I'm going to be a minute or two late, but that's okay. Bubba Joe, final rating. I do also have a grade, by the way. Oh, Ripper. Okay, now see, Ripper told me he didn't have one, so I, was, I wasn't I was trying to skip over you, buddy, but Ripper, you said that you have had a pretty active life. You were even finishing this month while you were on vacation. You told me you didn't play much, so let's see what your grade is. I didn't play. So, your rating would be N.A.? No, my rating is I didn't play. Okay. <laughs> His rating is, is he was not inspired to I play. I was not uh, motivated to open the game. All right, fair enough. Bubba Joe, what do you got for us? So there are obvious – I wish I had more time. There's obviously things I liked this month, and there are some things that I think could have been done better. But there wasn't anything I hated this month. Like formation armadas are complicated, but they're not particularly challenging. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that was intentional or not. Um, so I'm going to, I, it, I was thinking about if I was to give this a grade, what would it have been? And then I had to turn that into a rating. That's so right. I'm That's actually, why we did that. <laughs> I'm going to give this, I'm going to give this a 7.8. Oh, what? What? I don't think. What? Holy I don't think this smokes. gets, 
I don't think this gets quite to a B honor roll type passing grade, but I am more satisfied with the events that came out this month. There were there were no events that were just completely unreasonable. There was one that was 90 hostiles if you didn't use boosts. I was annoyed by that event, but I didn't hate that event. Um, so I, I felt that the events overall were done really, really well. You had really two well. days to do it. The, the officers this month, like the, the, the doctor, I was excited about the concept, but just I don't think he's going to be meaningful for a while. But I love Bolana Torres. I, fine, you give me the clock, that's fine. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that I think that there was a lot more to like this month than dislike. And maybe this is because everything has been so terrible recently that I'm, I'm inclined to give it a higher grade. But I, you know, the features were definitely not perfect, which is why it doesn't get a higher grade. But I think that there was more to like this month than dislike, so it's getting a, a seven, a seven point eight for me. Okay, fair enough. I was actually in the same camp. I was hovering between seven and a half and eight. Uh, I am going to go probably. I, I think I am going to solid uh, settle in at a seven and a half for a couple of reasons. One, I really love the narrative of the artifacts this month. I do believe that the sourcing of the artifacts are too slow. Um, that could be adjusted with directives. It could be adjusted with cooldowns. A, a lot of things that can happen there. But I do think that that our path to 29,000 shards with only the artifacts that we have now, I do find to be too slow. That being said, it is month one, so we could see better sourcing of those come on down the road, and I look forward to that day. Also, uh, my and I understand again why they didn't do it this month, but I am going to be pretty insistent on some type of grinder's path towards these multi-tier primes. That all being said, I love the events this month. The creativity was on par. The, the scrambled communications event was one of the most creative things that I've ever seen. I loved the Damage Any Armada event. Uh, as a matter of fact, you know what? I'm finishing out on the positives. Bubba Joe, I'm going to give myself uh, I'm going to give him an 8. All right, I was thinking 7.5. I'm going to land on an 8. Uh, just good stuff this month. And really, the, bigger, the biggest problems that I have could be solved in time. Thank you guys so very much for being here. I have got to jet. I can see now that uh, our Scopely representatives are waiting for me in the chat, so I want to thank them for their patience and uh, appreciate you guys very much for giving me a few minutes to wrap up. I'm going to say thank you very quickly to our show sponsors, everybody that I owe a great deal of gratitude towards, and that would be all of you, Bubba Joe, everybody in the community, everybody who's visited Talking Trek STFC com. Everybody who's looked at our Patreon program and everybody who's contributed financially to the ongoing success of Talking Trek. And that would be everybody, Bubba. Even if I read your name and it's at a $10 level, there are people whose names are gold who give $5. And you know what? I missed it last month, but this month I'm going to do it. I'm going to read everybody. Whether you are $5, $10, $100, I want to thank all of you. Lordy, uh, Lord Neelix, Lady Cast Trader, Iron Chef, Virtual Army. MechRag, Hammerhead, Regis, BK, Jayberg, Shady Pines, Big Shake, Pavic, Amara, Lobot, Ripper loves to mine. It's Hunter, Tigor, Crusader, Renegade, Ransusi, Katana, Hank, Ape, DJ Gur, MC101, Wayfair, Light, uh, Late Nighter, Light Bull, Louis P, Zalvinar, Zinfrey, Peffies, Blue Plague, Pez, Loco, Chris, Stormbringer, Gopher, Bills Mafia, IG83, Bayonetta, Razahound, Grog, Edward, Fuzzy, Games, Thorn, Archangel, Hope, Smoke Mohawk, Happy Kitty, uh, BJC, Jetski, Papa Smurf, Bedup, Stargazer, Jason, Patrick, Captain Jack Boar, Z-Man, Vinium, Scorpionis, Archer, Arian, Captain Oblivious, and Hani, Steve, Ranksnar, Liam, and Dominus, Casey Jones, Goatee, Spock, DJ's Tals, BFF, JNL, Tash, Chronic Break, 
Galen, Wet Willie Joe, Canine Tooth, Sub Commander, Darth Adamas, Sir Tail, General Chaos, Warren, A Fox, Judge Crane, G Force, Cam Q, Plain Simple, Gary Game Jr., Vegas, Admiral Enwater, Cha Cha Roar, Scarlet Hog, Looser, Kendall, DJ Loves, Tiered Prime, Subkino, Techic, Seven of Nine, Jagga, Johnny Five, Never Go Full Tilly, Blue Mandalorian, Noxus Exhibitor, Fermax, Dr. Link, James Clueless, One Schizoido, Likes a Bass, 70 Times Seven, Tom, Welch, Kievo, Fighting Texas, Aggie, Gunner, Mighty Krog, Captain Andrew Stevens, Unimatrix, Adam on Server 20, Dark Shift, The Web, D Chessy, Nom Nom, Primal Fear, Antares, Medic 213, J Babes, Dark Knight, Hypnofly, uh, Stratoblaster, Pixelate, Scribbler, Lost In, Buddy, Luke, JT10, Spectre, Captain Yam, Yukai, Nico, Diva, Dorsal, Oster, 90, McLovin, DJ Screams My Name, Bobbert, Jazzmeister, Shoopster, TNT Assassin, Sam, and Delisle. Thank you guys so very much for contributing to Talking Trek at a level of $5 or more per month and uh, supporting this show. Talking Trek is a registered trademark and recorded in front of a live studio audience for distribution across podcast platforms everywhere. I am your friendly neighborhood cat person, Ultimate DJs. For Star Trek Fleet Command's official podcast, love you, mean it. We'll catch you on the next one, everybody. See ya. Bye.